right, here we are. Let's talk about this. I am your host, Stand a Man with the Plan. If I can't do it, nobody can. And over here is my lovely co-host, April. That be me. All right. This uh, episode is brought to you by Grandma Bell's Kitchen. If you're hungry, you know where to go eat at. <laughs> also, you can find this podcast on Anchor. Uh, Google Podcasts, Rocket, or Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public, and always on Spotify. If you have any topic suggestions, you can email us at let's talk about this show podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. That's let's talk about this show podcast at gmail.com. Um, our to. Uh, our debate tonight will be. Are you a Coca-Cola fan or are you a Pepsi fan? What say ye, pretty lady? Pepsi. Coke. Let's get it. <laughs> I know I'm losing this one because everybody in their in their loves mama a Pepsi, baby. Love a Pepsi, but I have a small Coca-Cola following. Very small. I need y'all to come through strong today. Um, really, really appreciate that. Um, our topic tonight definitely is a hot one. If you've been hiding under a rock, you may not know that we're going to be talking about the conviction and what's behind it of none other than Mr. Robert Sylvester Kelly, better known as Ara Kelly. Man, the whole government name, though? Well, you know... Uh, when you when you in the legal system, that's how they introduce you before he, they uh Mr. Robert Sylvester Kelly, can you please stand? <laughs> and, and and that's a that's a jarring moment because the you, whole name because you, you gotta stand up, you gotta fix the button, and you you know, you got to look straight, you got to hope your eyes ain't a little misty, you you praying to up above, but then when you hear the uh, the verdict come down, um it's something inside of you, and I don't know this personally, but I know it's something inside of you that dies a little bit because you feel like, you know, your whole world is coming to an end. So if you didn't know, R. Kelly was convicted on one count of racketeering, uh, 14 counts uh, with the combination of kidnapping and uh, trafficking, and it was something else. What was it? Sexual, um, sexual. Sex with a minor or something like yeah. that. Yeah, so, well, there was a debate that was going pretty hard today. Pretty hard. About uh, associative culpability. I'm going to put it in those terms. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, um, baby, you want to let, let the people know where we're going with this? Um. The debate is... Well, the debate is about Coke and Pepsi. Right. The topic is the, the associative culpability. So the, the, the topic came up because a friend of mine made a post on Facebook that said, mm-hmm. do the parents bear any responsibility? And one of their, their Facebook friends said, Unless the parents gave R. Kelly permission, uh-huh. the parents are not guilty. Whoa, and I what? wholeheartedly disagree with that. 
Hmm. Because these rumors about R. Kelly are not new. Mm-hmm. They definitely are not new from the past three years. They're not even new from the past 10 years. They are about 25 years old. Uh, this rumor has been going on for a long time. And a lot of us have watched the uh, surviving R. Kelly. And a lot of these people sat on there and they said, and by people I mean parents, well, I dropped my daughter off at his house. And so are they... Do they bear any responsibility or guilt in taking their their children to the house where they knew or it was rumored mm-hmm. that this man was a sexual predator. I, I'm going to say in this case that if the parents or relative, whoever the case may be, are bringing your child into the arms of a rumored predator, not even had to be confirmed at the, at the time, but a rumored predator who sees himself as you know, this gift to the world as an entertainer and that he feels like he bears no, you know, no boundaries. You bringing them, you, you bringing, you're presenting the opportunity. You, 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 okay. You wouldn't step foot in in a lion's cage knowing the lion's intentions. Exactly. Because not intentions, but what they're capable of, what they're capable of, what (laughs) the intentions are. So why would you bring, your underage daughter, child, what have you, because they said boys too, to, to to a man who has, you know, the potential ha- to, who has been rumored, and at the at the time you you you're feeding the beast, you're feeding the beast, or you're presenting the opportunity, or you wouldn't. You're dangling the carrot in front of the horse, or the the meat in front of the lion. Mm-hmm. Um, the the uh, young lady's response was that um, unless the parents gave him permission, well, who the heck gives some? Because I wanted to say something else. Who the heck gives somebody permission to violate their child? Granted, there are some out there who who's in a different or a completely different state of mind or a sick individual that uh-huh. would allow someone to uh, violate their children. 13, 14, 15, I don't care how old they are. You are a sick individual if you allow someone to violate the uh, private parts of your children, number one. Number two, the scenario I created for the young lady is a, one, it's not a secret, and it's a very common scenario. Families, and it's not limited to black or white or brown or yellow. This is a gray area. Families have known for years that Cousin Pookie or Uncle Junebug is the family child molester, and you do not leave your kids nowhere around Uncle Junebug or Cousin Pookie. So knowing, even if you've never experienced yourself, the rumor was put out there, do you leave your kids with Uncle Ray Ray or Cousin Pookie or Junebug, Uncle Junebug or Cousin Pookie. Do you do that? Who not, does that? N- not a responsible parent. Um, if you know or even have the inkling 
or the suspicion because uh, and I always go back off of my uh, my upbringing. My parents was about not letting anybody us as children spend the night at other people's houses. You can go visit. I'm going to come pick you up, mm-hmm. but you're not going to spend the night. So, you know, that was the thing that, you know, I wanted to spend the night over my cousin's house. I want, you know, your favorite cousins, you know, you shouldn't have favorites, but you do. Yeah, but it was something that they knew not to do because now you're not with, you're not in their covering. They can't protect you. And this is the point I want to make because uh, 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 one of the parents' first job is to protect their child. If you willingly put your child in harm's way, you are associated and culpable for what harm comes to them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So should there be repercussions to the people who saw it, heard it, knew about it, but because they were getting paid and their pockets were fat, they didn't say anything about it. Mm. Does any of them, do any one of them bear any type of responsibility or do they share in this guilt? And by they, I'm also referring to the person who violated R. Kelly. So that was the antecedent. So I'm using these education words. So I'm still in school mode. But that was what started his spiral downward uh, to him being a, a sexual deviant. Hey, Nikki. Hey, Tracy. Jenna. So uh, my people that's on here, this it was okay. I, I know I'm losing, but we're going <laughs> We're going to do this anyway. The score for the Pepsi versus Coke debate, it's Pepsi 2, Coke 1. All right? Uh, Let's move forward. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Just put in the comments, our topic tonight is associative culpability. And our main uh, example right now is the conviction of R. Kelly. Now, uh, we were talking about this earlier. There are other... Uh, sexual misconduct cases in the news or it going on, um, you know, the the, the Bill Cosby, uh, the, the Epstein, um, the you know, uh, we got presidents that's had some things that happen. What I was saying, there's a lot of moving parts for those things to happen repetitiously. Mm-hmm. It's not that, you know, uh, R. Kelly and all these other people go out single-handedly, pick up people, bring them back to their lair, mm-hmm. and violate them. There's a lot of moving parts, and those people that's a part of those moving parts, I feel are who are associated are culpable in this crime. Let's call it what it is. It's I crime. call it aiding and aiding and abetting. That's what I call it. You if, helped. If, yeah. if if I broke into the house. And you stood watch, you was guilty by association and you going down for, you know. Being the lookout. You going down for being, you know, uh, in the crime after the fact. Right. If I was selling drugs and I asked you to hold it for me because possession is nine-tenths of the law and Mm -hmm. they catch me for distributing and Mm -hmm. they catch you for the attempt to distribute, you going down. So said all that to say this, if 
the security guards, if the managers, road managers, bus drivers, um, all those people who turn the blind eye. Background singers, keyboard players, drummers, guitarists, all of them. If they knew what was happening and never said anything, are they guilty by association? Are they culpable in this this plot to violate uh, children under the consent age? Hmm. This is this is what we're saying, and you know, now I know I know the 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 parts behind Bill Cosby is different, but like you know Epstein, let's talk about Epstein. Even though he's he's dead, there was a lot of moving parts to what he did. You know, he didn't single handedly go out and and recruit uh, women for mm-hmm. these high paying celebrities. Uh, what's the what's the movie producer? Um, Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. You know, he he also had a bunch of moving parts, and you know, all this stuff was in the rise of the the Me Too and, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, movement, and so. And well, Me Too, Me Too came from the whole Bill Cosby thing. So Harvey Weinstein is a, a a child of the Me Too movement, right? So his all his his uh, indiscretions came out because of. The Me Too movement, a lot of other I, people, I think Kevin Spacey—they—they they really tried to villainize a whole lot of, especially celebrities. And meanwhile, the family pedophile gets swept under the rug. Right. Nobody says anything about that. Now, the sad question to that is: Does our people mm-hmm. get treated differently than those people? Okay, so let's go there. In the in the black community, mm-hmm. there is this code of silence across the board. When uh, in the family, uh, you know, you have the special kid. Nobody, you know, knows why they special. They just, you know, they have the club foot. They have the speech impediment. They have the this. They have the that. But no one really acknowledges it. As it being the issue, uh, same thing with the you know the uncle that you know who has the propensity to you know to touch on the little kids or be too friendly with them. Mm-hmm. No one acknowledges that or confronts that. Or let's talk about the black church. No one talks about the deacon or the backroom preacher who has all the entertainment brought to them. And do what they do. So mm-hmm. but until, like, you know, it becomes an issue or someone, you know, commits a crime and pleads insanity and then the record comes out that they have uh, said, you know, what happened to me as a child made me act this way. What happened to you as a child? Well, I was touched. Mm-hmm. How was you touched? I was touched by, you know, Deacon so-and-so or brother so-and-so mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. or, you know, mm-hmm. or uncle, you know, Brown or, you know, whoever. And that's that doesn't come out until later. And there's been generations and generations that happen to these these kids. And then they go out and you wonder why they become, you know, these social deviants where they do certain things. It, it doesn't always end sexually, but it has a sexual component to it because they were they had their innocence. That's mm-hmm. what I was trying to get to. They had their innocence mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as a child taken away. So um Ernestine, what's I, happening? I say uh that these people 
I call them the moving parts because you don't see the moving parts of a machine. Mm-hmm. You just know it operates and you put the the brand name to it. Like, you know, no one can tell you the, the operating system of a Mercedes Benz, but you know Mercedes Benz. Same thing with R. Kelly. You know R. Kelly. You can sing his songs, you can you can step to his songs, but you don't you can't name a manager. You can't name uh, a booking agent you can't name a um a bus driver or a security guard because those moving parts were hidden and that's why they was allowed to do what they did for so long and it not be touched and the parents or relatives that brought these young people to this person are the most culpable in this crime absolutely because you knew where you was taking them to you absolutely knew where you were taking them and who you were giving them to who you was leaving them with you didn't even you didn't even attempt to stay and watch and then even after it came out whenever it came out and y'all extorted him Uh you took his money yep you kept extorting him. Yep. You kept taking his money. You kept feeding the beast, though. Yep, kept feeding the beast. You kept taking his money. Then you allowed your child to live there. But now your child don't talk to you no more. Because she's taken care of. Mm-hmm. She wants the glitter and the fame. But if she can get the attention and the money without having to do the work for the glitter and fame. Because they see you profiting off of them. Exactly. They and see now you living a life. The part I really don't understand, and I'm off R. Kelly right now. We're gonna go rewind just a little bit to go back to Bill Cosby. What I did not understand about Bill Cosby is how the one lady who this case was basically based off of before the other 800 people came out mm. is how you kept going back. And she was not the only person to say that, that we went back to visit every week. Or when he came back, I went to go see him. Well, if you figured something happened to you the first time, and trust me, I'm not shaming, I'm not victim shaming anybody. I just want my own understanding. If it happened to you the first time, and it happened to you the second time, and then it happened to you the third time, you went back a fourth time? Mm. You went back a fifth time? Mm -hmm. How does that make sense to me? And then... You took the money because you extorted him. You took the money. Now it's a big case. First of all, uh, Dr. William Cosby was married. So if you had any moral responsibility, because mm-hmm. that was a term that was thrown out there. If you have any moral responsibility, you do not mess with a married man. Now, Bill Cosby was famous, okay? Uh, Famous comedian, famous actor, uh, all up in the nightlife, uh, whether it was, you know, New York or L.A., and you wanted a part of that. Now, again, not victim shaming. You wanted a part of that, and you were willing to me to be a part of that where whatever it takes. If If he slipped something in your drink, if you went back to his room and did what he said, you thought you was going to get something mm. for doing something. Now, quid pro quo. 
Yes, Claddies. <laughs> Quid plural quo, Claddies. Yes. But um, that's, you know, and not to say that Bill Cosby probably, you know, wasn't slick with the words. You know, he probably had some game and, you know, and can get anybody he want. Second part of it, it, if you're married, <laughs> you shouldn't be looking outside of your marriage. Absolutely. For any type of entertainment uh, or... Uh, Company. Sexual favors. Yep. Yeah, sexual favors. Yep. So that's how I feel about that. Right. Doo, doo, doo. Okay. Three more people said Pepsi. <laughs> All right. Uh, we we gonna add this up real quick. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna like let this pass. And, um, the score for the debate. They said root beer. We're not talking about root beer, little girl. Anyway, the <laughs> the score is now five. <laughs> To one, Pepsi is running away with this uh, debate. I'm still going to be a Coke person. Uh, I don't drink soda anymore, but if I did, I probably would. If it was there as a choice, um, I know we remember back in the day when they was like doing the taste test. And it was like, mm, this one tastes this, and mm, this one tastes that, and I choose this one. And people would be like, oh, is that what that is? I probably would choose Coke because I know what it tastes like versus Pepsi. Anyway. So this this was uh, like an impromptu. Uh, let's talk about this because it, it's it's gonna it, it carried on for six weeks in the news, and we watched it develop, mm-hmm. um, and it carried on for over twenty five years, be in 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 and out of uh, mainstream media because of the videotape that uh, went to trial and. Um, and then we got, you know, the surviving Art Kelly part one and two. And then we got more behind the scenes and we heard about more about him and Aaliyah and, you know, him and uh, Sparkle's niece. And, you know, we started to get a different picture mm-hmm. of what R. Kelly's past was like because we had family members that came on there. Uh, we had people talk about what it was like for him as a child. Um, and so it was kind of like they was building like this like uh, profile to you know to get to this point of where we at today to convict them. Mm-hmm. But what to me and what we've been talking about is what they was really leaving out and what was like right there in front of everybody, but was unsaid. Why did you keep bringing your child mm-hmm. to the? Now this was this was after the videotape had came out, after the trial, after the Jay Z and R. Kelly song "Not Guilty" came out, and so because of the song and the "Not Guilty" verdict, you say, "Well, he's he's not like that." But when you start to see the signs, and my son said this is the best, you know when your kids are having mm-hmm. sex. You know something is different about your child when they didn't have sex. The walk changed. Everything changed. The attitude is different. Mm-hmm. The walk is different. Um, they feeling more. Um, they smelling themselves mm. is what it, you know. My mama used to say, "Yo, you smelling yourself now," because she knew I, you know, I had did something while I was away. Hmm. And so, if you are a true parent, well, me, what is it that you did? <laughs> <laughs> Do tell. Well, 
that's going to be another episode. <laughs> <laughs> we go get into that. Uh-huh. But if you are a true parent, you know your child. Like a school call and said, Timmy was talking all day and didn't get no work done. Well, you know when Timmy's at home, if he ain't doing the stuff for you like you tell him to do, you know the teacher ain't lying. But if you taught your child to obey adults, to do what they ask you, as long as in, it, it means it's not going to hurt them, and you know, and you know your child, you'd be like, either that's the truth or you're lying. And same thing, you know, if you pay attention to your children, hmm. you don't let the tablets, the phones, mm-hmm. the TVs, the video games raise them. If you pay attention to your child, you know something is different about it, especially when they're in the double digits. When they get 13... To 16, you really got to pay attention to them. I mean, you know them as a child, but when they become a teenager, you really got to pay attention to them because they will tell you by not telling you something mm-hmm. is wrong. Mm-hmm. Something is wrong. Yep. I tell my husband all the time, it's our job to train our children. Right. It's our job to teach our children how to be uh, functioning adults. Right. Now, I know at a certain point in their teens, they will have developed their self where they get to the point to where they start smelling themselves. And when they start going outside, all we could do as a parent is pray. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let me put some on. I have an update. Ajane said, I prefer Kirk, though. That's my baby. Thank you, girl. Thank you, girl. So what is it, 2 to 10 now? The score is now six to two. Oh, okay. We moved up one. God, <laughs> God is awake. Wake up. Anyway, the Lord is kind. Look, it didn't allow me to be on my island alone. I know she gonna let me live with her when I get old. She ain't gonna put me in the old. Oh so, my so god! Right, Thank you, girl. Thank you, girl. Oh my god! I, I got, just I got your cash app coming. <laughs> Oh my God. Speaking of Cash App, uh, I just like to break in with um, if you want to support the ministry, you can Zale or Cash App at S M O O T H F L O W P R O D at gmail.com. I mean, a dollar, two dollars, you know, I, 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 we're not picky. Say that, Reverend. Uh, we're not picky, you know. You can send what you can. That's the book. That's the word. <laughs> to to support the ministry, to help us keep doing what we're doing for the people. We want to help and reach more. We want to hire a production assistant, Matthew, yo to, yo, to help us do this thing. You know, I want to be able to pay them a nice wage. Mm. It, Coca it, Pepsi, Matthew, pick it. Oh, cause let the Lord use you. It's going to be Pepsi. I know. <laughs> but. It's going to be Pepsi, though. Because let the. You said, where's the Holy Ghost? Because, <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, we doing Coke versus Pepsi. Who you with? Who you with? That's right. Bernie Mac voice. That's right. All right. Because is of the devil. The, the score is now seven to two. Uh, cause, uh, we, we're talking about associative culpability. Um, our example is R. Kelly. Are the people involved 
with the R. Kelly. Uh, who had knowledge. Who had knowledge, who participated, who knew and turned a blind eye or knew exactly what was happening and, you know, uh, took the extortion, took the blackmail money and now, you know, looking for, you know, their 15 minutes of fame to uh, to demonize, even though he, what he did was wrong. We're not saying what he did was right, but to demonize him even further. Are they guilty and should share in this crime? Well, Matthew said. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I don't have a beep button. Right. He said, but all they of booties. them are guilty. All, all of booties. them. All of them are guilty. He said, lock everybody up. And oh. I agree with that 100%. Look how far of a nosedive Coca-Cola is taking, y'all. Y'all see this? Uh, we have another update. Uh, I'm <laughs> don't, starting don't. To Get like the same energy, player. Say it loud and proud. We have... <laughs> okay, Marshawn then came on here and said Pepsi. That's right. Yay. Seven to two. Let's uh -huh. move on. Is it seven or is it eight? Well, I, I, oh, um, correction, because of Matthew, it's eight. Keep a landslide in the making. <laughs> Pepsi is knocking it out of the park. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> Keep that same energy. What? I'm sweating. God. Let me turn the fan back on. I'm nervous because uh, where my coke po folks at? Don't nobody do coke. Come on, now. Nah. Nobody does coke. Coke, coke was whack. good. Coke was good when it had coke, cocaine in it, mm. now. Nah, you know. In the infamous words of the late Whitney Houston, crack is whack. Well, <laughs> wasn't nobody freebasing to Coca-Cola. <laughs> crack is whack. <laughs> Where's the receipt? They was probably using the Coke can to... Yeah. Never mind. Let's, oh. let's get off of that. <laughs> she said, where's the receipt? <laughs> let's get it. But yeah, we're we're reaching... We, we're, we're trying to make this one short, but uh, let us know in the comments. Are the parents, relatives, staff, are, are, are they... Uh, Guilty by association, guilty and culpable of the crime, or, you know, the term that was thrown out there, do they just have a moral responsibility? And here's what I say about moral responsibility. Um, if your morals were set straight, the the deed would have never happened. Hmm. Hmm? So if you have a moral responsibility huh? to protect your child... And your morals align with protecting your child instead of gaining from your child. Mm -hmm. Are you responsible? Treat your child like it was the money bag. That was your that was your intentions right there. Now to get off of uh, the the sex part, the, the, like the parents who use their kids' names on bills. When the kid becomes of age and can't get certain things, are you? responsible for messing up their, absolutely their name absolutely the same thing absolutely. because of their their emotional state their mental state are still under your protection and you allow them to be in the midst and the grasp of a predator 
are you responsible? Matthew said the same thing. Lock them up. <laughs> hey, I I agree. Listen. So uh, we're going to let y'all enjoy y'all evening. Thank you for the people who stopped by. She said, where the police? <laughs> where the police? Call them. Definitely. I mean, if you know something, say something. That's what, Ain't that what they post around every? You see something, mm-hmm. say something. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, ain't nobody no snitch. But if it's harming a child, tell. Absolutely. Tell, 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 and tell. Yep, because you are now an accessory. That's the word the I'm looking for, the accessory after the fact. You are Thank an accessory you. after the fact. It's the same deal as if your boy asked you to get him a ride to the bank. Uh-huh. You go, drop him, you drop him off, you let him out, you stay in the car. You don't know what's going on. He go in there, he robbed the bank. And he come out? Come back out and get in the car with you. Y'all pull off. You have been made the getaway driver. Accessory after the fact. Guilty by association. Mm-hmm. Accessory after the fact. Yeah. Yep. Possession is nine-tenths of the law. Yep. You put yourself in that situation, you're guilty. Yep. Absolutely. So. But that's something to think about. So we 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 gonna come back with this probably again. <laughs> Matthew, you in trouble, big fella. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely in trouble, big fella. He said you are responsible because mm-hmm. the kids had no business. They had no business doing that to the kids. Mm-hmm. Yes, you in trouble, big fella. Lock them up. Yep. I agree with all that. He said you yep. all petty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yep. Petty Pendergrass, and this is Petty Labelle. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Cause she can sing. Oh my God! That Gavin, don't mind that. <laughs> mind your business. <laughs> Stay focused. I have been Petty Pendergrass, and she has been Petty Labelle. And let's talk about this. Uh uh-uh. We can. Uh, you can, as viewers and listeners, find this podcast on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. And as always, Spotify, if you want to email us your topic suggestions or if you want to be a guest on Let's Talk About This, email us at Let's Talk About This Show podcast at gmail.com. I know that's a lot of words, but Let's Talk About This Show podcast at gmail.com. Send us stuff y'all want to talk about. Yeah, because we'll do this more often. Uh, and we'll find a space where we can all be, you know, socially distant because mm-hmm. we're still in the pandemic, but where we can do this and we can have a longer conversation. Um, I, and I know it's Monday Night Football coming on, and I know it's, you know, all the other shows or streaming stuff that you want to get to. Uh, but we appreciate the people that stopped by uh, to give their two cents on the Coke versus Pepsi debate and to let us know how you feel about the associative culpability topic. Uh, and I'm just going to call it right now. The winner is Pepsi. Boom. Pepsi is not sponsored. Boom. This goes broadcast. Dynamite. Uh, and we out y'all. Thank y'all. Let's talk about this is a hey, 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 hey,